just getting that comment from her reminded me of the blessing in obeying God because he has a purpose for everything even when it makes other people upset and it just put a resolve in me to be like nope I'm I'm aligned with God you know we'll make decisions at beloved that will make some people upset but my commitment is to please the father and so if that upsets some people I'm okay with that Hello, I'm Christina Patterson, and this is episode six of the Beloved Studio podcast, where we help Christian creatives and entrepreneurs create an influence that makes an impact. Today, we're talking about my greatest failures as a Christian entrepreneur. (laughs) You know, last episode, we talked about creating an authentic brand. And one of the things that I said was that you need to be transparent. And so this is me taking my own advice today and being transparent and talking to you about some of the greatest failures. And I would say also limiting beliefs that I've had that have been harmful as a Christian entrepreneur, but helpful in that I learned from them. And if you watch today's episode, you won't have to live these failures or mistakes because you can just learn from mine. Okay. I'm helping you fast track to Christian entrepreneurial success. So, (laughs) but I can also comfortably talk about this because a few episodes back, we talked about how not to allow the fear of failure stop us and hold us back. And I can tell you all of these failures have taught me lessons that have helped us to multiply our impact. And I hope that it does the same for you. So the first mistake that I made as a business owner was to think that bigger is better. And I have a whole episode that we'll talk more about this, but essentially I just kind of got caught into the hustle culture and idea of thinking that if I do more, if I am more, if I produce more, then I'll get more. And that's just not true. Bigger is not better. Better is better. And so we need to be able to define, well, what is actually better? Because better isn't necessarily bigger and more and hustle and all the things. Sometimes better might be doing less. It might be saying less. It's more about being strategic. And so that's the lesson that I really learned from just like overworking and doing more than I needed to do is that it's more important for me to sit back, plan, be strategic and see what actually needs to get done to get the results that I desire. And often it's not as much as I think that it is. And so I'm a kind of person that I can make something very overcomplicated <laughs> that does not need to be. So the idea of like, do more, add more. Yes. Do all the things. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. It is not great. <laughs> So that has definitely been a challenge and I just, it caused me to make a lot of assumptions just that if I do all these things, then it's going to turn out well. And it's not about just doing all the things. It's about doing the right things. I would say that that caused me to fail in that. And, you know, I don't really believe in like losses more. These are lessons, but it was a better title to put failure in there. So (laughs) there, here we are. But I would say my loss in that was just like my mental clarity and 
wellness and just always trying to feel like I need to do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? And even having to combat that now, just being honest with you, even with this podcast and, and being like, okay, this podcast isn't beloved women. So I was at first thinking, oh, well, I need to make sure I dress this way and I script all the videos and all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, I thought about it and I was like, I don't really need to do that. And honestly, I think it comes across better as more just conversational, less scripted. It is outlined though, because y'all know how I am. I'm gonna have me an outline, um, but it's less scripted. I'm wearing the same shirt in every video because I don't got time to be thinking about what I'm gonna wear. Um, it's, it's, it's more laid back and it doesn't need to be all these things and lights, camera, action like it's a podcast. How can I keep this simple um, so that I can show up better for my audience and most importantly for myself and my family? And so, yeah, that was a that was a big lesson to learn for me. Bigger is not better. The next lesson that I had to learn was thinking that a large audience meant more money. And so this kind of goes into bigger is better because I thought if I just grow the audience, you know, they'll buy. And we've talked about this before, like people don't just buy because they watch your videos. You actually have to have something to sell. (laughs) And like fame does not mean fortune. Fame just means a lot of people know you. That doesn't mean that you have the level of influence that actually makes them want to open up their wallets and give you money. And so I had to learn that because I think I spent like a first few years on my YouTube channel, really just focusing on YouTube growth and thinking that the money would automatically just come and realizing, wait a minute, hold on. The math ain't math and the money not coming. What's going on? The numbers are growing. People watching, but I'm not making money and realizing, oh, I need to have an offer and then have a way to connect the audience to the offer. Then the money started to actually flow in. (laughs) I guess the loss there was just focusing too much on the wrong thing. And the lesson was, again, being strategic about my final goal. My final goal was to create an impact for women, which I feel like we were doing, but we needed money in order to grow in that. So then we needed to generate income and growing the audience wasn't enough for that. We needed to give people an opportunity to make donations, to do t-shirt sales, to have a life Bible journal, like all these things so that we could fund the mission. And so thinking strategically about all the goals together in a way that made sense, as opposed to just, oh, just grow the audience and it'll come. It didn't come. (laughs) The next failure is, oh, this is a big one. This The next loss was, okay, we're making money now. We're generating income. That's great. But it came with my pricing and not counting my time and energy as a cost. Y'all. So the failure here, the loss was not charging what I should have for certain offers, like undercharging. The loss then was profit potential profit that we could have made had I charged correctly because one I was scared if I charge too much people won't buy we need to make some some money's better than no money that was my thought process not all money is good money we can talk about that later but my thought process was okay if I undercharge we'll get more people to buy and we'll make more money it'll somehow add up it didn't add up 
You need to charge what it's actually worth and not just the cost of the actual good itself with a little bit of profit. Like you need to actually know how much time and energy did I put into making this because your time is the most valuable asset that you have. And so now when I come up for the prices for something, right, I'm not just thinking about the actual cost of the item. I'm thinking how much time is it going to make me to create this and how much do I think I'm worth per hour and including that in the price so that I can make sure that I'm actually profitable. It's a whole situation. It took me a while to get there, but I think I'm there. You know who helped me get there? It was Shanna Skidmore. She has a program called the Blueprint Model. It is absolutely fabulous. You can check her out. Her her program really helped me to get that mindset to learn how to actually be profitable and to count my time and energy as a cost. So if you do connect with her, let her know I sent you. (laughs) Another loss or failure I would say would be a sense of false humility. This is big for Christian content creators because we hold back and we feel like we can't really put all of ourselves out there or show all the good works that we're doing or creating because we want to be humble. And for some reason, we think humble is like hiding ourselves. And that's not what humility is. Humility is being excellent at what you do, letting your light shine and giving God all the glory. So I think just whenever I was hesitant to really put myself out there, I think the loss there was impact. I was so focused on myself and like how I looked and what people would think and thinking, oh, well, I'll just kind of just like downplay what I'm doing and not share my offers and services and these things. And that's not helpful to anybody as opposed to being like, God gave me this. Let me to share it and serve the world. Let me do that. (laughs) Another mistake I would say that I've made is just caring too much about what other people think. (sighs) This one's so hard. Because I do care what other people think. And I think you can care because there are people that care. There's some people that are just like, I don't care what nobody think. That's great. Um, I think you can care, but it can't impact your decisions and how you operate. Like, I don't want people to think, you know, I'm a false teacher or I'm greedy or I'm not real or something like that. But the truth is some people will think that most people won't, but I can't let that stop me. I can't let that stop me. And I came up against that challenge starting this podcast because I've been showing up on YouTube by teaching the Bible and creating more spiritual growth related content. And so then to come out and say, hey, I'm also going to be talking about the behind the scenes business, branding, marketing, all these things from a Christian Christian perspective. I was intimidated because I immediately started thinking people are going to say, oh, she's just about money. Oh, she's just trying to get money. Da, da, da. And maybe they were. This is just my head. This was going on in my head. Maybe they won't. I don't know. At the time of this recording, the podcast launches on Saturday. So I don't I don't know how it'll go. But I really felt like God was leading me to start this podcast. And I have a passion for business. I actually have my undergraduate in business management. So I'm not new to this. You know, it might be new to some people, but I'm not new to this. And so I had to just be more concerned with what God thought and what he was telling me to do. Because the truth is, 
people are always going to have opinions. They're always going to have something to say. But what matters most is what did God say? What is he calling you to do? When you're focused and in alignment in what God's calling you to do, it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say. You can go to sleep at night with full peace and a clear conscious knowing that you did what you were supposed to do. Now, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do because I'm worried about what somebody else thinks, then I'm just going to be out of alignment. It's not going to feel good. You know, it's it's not going to be good. It's not going to turn out good because now they're dictating my life. And I want God to lead my life because he's the one that created me. He's the one that has a plan for my life and that prepared my steps even before I was born. So I want to be in alignment with him. You can think about it what you want to think about it. You can have whatever opinion you want to have about it. But as for me in my house, okay, whatever I'm doing, running my business, how I operate in my home, how I treat my friends and my husband, I'm going to do what God say do, you know, and in order to do that, I can't give too much thought into what people think about it. Do I care? I'd be lying if I said that I didn't, but it doesn't trump what God thinks and what he told me to do. Sometimes it's a wrestle, uh, but not as much as before. Not as much as before. I think the loss there would be just like mental space, just giving people too much real estate in my head. And the lesson is just the freedom that you have when you are confident in doing what God called you to do. And you can just block out the naysayers and know that God's calling you to do something because it's purposeful. When we started the Beloved Women app, I was super nervous because the app used to be free. And I honestly, if I can be honest with you, I wanted to keep it free. I would have preferred to have a free and a paid version, but because of the app developer we were working with, that wasn't an option. Like it had to be all the way free or it had to be all the way paid. And even if it was all the way free, it would cost just as much, if not more. And it was app development it's it's one of our biggest expenses. So I was in a position where I was like, okay, we need, we're, we're going to have to charge, you know, an amount for people to join the app. And I remember being just so intimidated by it because we were already changing things to the app, but then now we're adding a price on it. I knew people would be upset and they were. <laughs> they were we 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 got a lot of we got a good amount i would say of negative you know reviews in the app stores and and frustrations from people about the change and i get that whenever you make a change in your business you're not going to make everyone happy but i knew that god was leading us in that direction i just I just knew it. And so we had to make a lot of changes. We cut some things. We stopped the daily devotional. Like it was a lot and then people were upset. But I remember that the day the app launched, there was a woman who commented. She was the first person to comment in app. And she said, I'm in the hospital awaiting surgery. I think it was heart surgery. It was like some sort of like really invasive surgery. And she said, I've just been going through and watching all the videos in the app and it's just bringing me peace. Thank you so much for this app. Oh man, I like, I I was like ready to like break down because I was just like, there was so much work leading up to building the app and knowing that we were going to make changes and that some people will be upset. And I do care about what they think. I want to make everybody happy, but I know that I can't, but I I had to do what God was leading us to do. And uh, just getting that comment from her 
reminded me of the blessing in obeying God because he has a purpose for everything, even when it makes other people upset. And it just put a resolve in me to be like, nope, I'm, I'm aligned with God. You know, we'll make decisions at Beloved that will make some people upset, but my commitment is to please the Father. And so if that upsets some people, I'm okay with that. I think that previous Christina would would have hesitated a lot. I wasn't necessarily always that comfortable in saying that, but I've just learned from experience that you want to be in alignment with God uh, more than have people think well of you. So that's that. Anyways, these are a lot of the mistakes that I've made as a Christian entrepreneur. I hope that they help you. I hope they help you to grow without having to reap the consequences and the losses that I have by making these mistakes, but they are behind me now. I've learned from them. I've grown from them. And I can honestly say beloved wouldn't be where we are today had I not made those mistakes and learned from them. So I hope that you can learn from them as well and that it causes you to flourish in life, business, and ministry. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to connect with me at christinapatterson.com and get on my email newsletter. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.